Hey, before we get started with today's episode, I just want to quickly let you know that if you DM me the word audit on Instagram, that's at Ken Westgar, we'll do a quick 15-minute audit of your launch. And by the end of the audit, you'll know exactly where to put your focus in order to grow and scale your next launch. So like I said, DM me the word audit on Instagram, and I'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast, episode number eight. Today's guest is Dania Brooke, and she just had her first messy beta launch, and we're going to talk about that. So stay tuned. Have you launched your online course with great success? Or maybe you launched totally tank, and you just want to curl up and cry. Well, it really doesn't matter. Hi, my name is Ken Westgar, and I'll help online course creators and membership site owners creating the most fun and profitable launches without having to go it alone. In this podcast, we talk about all kinds of launches. You'll get tons of valuable insights and fun stories that highlights the dramatic ups, downs, failures, and success that comes from being in launch mode. This is the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Welcome, everybody. Today, I'm sitting here with Dania, a good friend of mine from both uh, Tribe and Business by Design. Awesome to have you here. Welcome. Thanks, man. So cool to be a part of your podcast. Yeah. I'm excited. This is fun. It is fun. You have done the launch. So that's why we need to bring you on here. Yes. I did a messy beta launch. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love messy though. We love messy. Yeah. But uh, before we jump into that, I know people would like to know a little bit more about you, what you do, how you help people. So just spill it out. Quick bio. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I am an athletic therapist and strength and conditioning coach. And I used to be in high performance working with Olympic, Paralympic, and development athletes for the last four and a bit years. And it was amazing. Uh, lots of travel, lots of learning by <laughs> just fast, high pressure situations. Mm. Uh, but just noticed within that world and even the clinic world uh, where I work at as well, that there's lots of gaps in the just, I guess, with people's movement and understanding of things. So I never thought I'd go online, Ken, but, uh, <laughs> and I actually used to make fun of people who went online because I'm like, Oh, what are these people doing? Wow. But then I also realized I'm like, this is the way the world's going and people want to learn things online and they connect yeah. and you can reach and help so many more people. So I took the jump officially to fully quit my full-time everything in uh, April and oh. pursue online so I could just really help more people. So I'm super passionate about helping people build a strong, resilient body and decreasing aches and pains that they may have acquired through quote unquote aging or old injuries from sport. So yeah, it's just, there's too many people giving up things they love to do or just accepting the situation and really breaks my heart to see people just stop and be like, okay, this is it. And I'm Mm, like, no, it's not (laughs) it. But some people don't have access to healthcare. Some people... This also stems a bit too from my athletes. A lot of my triathletes would just go travel around the world by themselves and they'd have a competition and they didn't know what to do. And so I'm like, crap, like I can teach them the the skills and tools and drills to learn how to problem solve their body and still take care of themselves so they can still perform. But that's where I guess this whole online stemmed from is just seeing some gaps and having frustrations and wanting to help more people. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my bread and butter is athletic therapy and strength training. So that's where... Come in. Right. Yeah. It's kind of different because, you know, well, when you see most people do this um, health and wellness and all that stuff, it's, it's usually dieting. Diet, and, weight loss. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Weight loss and all that stuff. But yeah. you kind of find your own little niche inside of all this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so much of the issues people experience, like 
really debilitating back pain. Mm. Uh, so many things like that, that is totally preventable. Like unless you've had a trauma or a car crash, you've had a rugby tackle. Right. A lot of the things we have aches and pains in our bodies are totally preventable. We just have to kind of know a little bit of our, about our body and simple movements. And then we can live a long, active, healthy life and not have to give up. You know, if you love playing soccer or doing dance or going for hiking, like you can still do those things. Mm. But you just need to have a bit of understanding of your body and have some mobility and strength in there. And I don't know. I always use the, the analogy of like, it's like brushing your teeth. We do that twice a day, two minutes, whatever, what to prevent cavities and blah, blah, blah. Same thing with our body. If we just do a little bit of movement every day, we prevent really nasty aches and pains that could be debilitating down the road. So yeah, it's, it's interesting trying to take what I do in person and put it online. That's why the beta was like, I'm so tired of trying to learn. I just need to actually get people in and have them go through the program yeah. and see like, hey, this makes sense in my brain, but for someone who has no idea about the body or even what a muscle is or strength training is, like, does this make sense to you? And can you actually progress through things? So it's been a fun uh, <laughs> learning journey, but I'm, I love it. I don't regret it. And I'm just excited to see it grow. Yeah. Have you done anything else besides, well, you lost a membership, but have you done any online courses or anything online or has it just been one-on-one? Yeah. Um, that's a good point. So I do offer uh, or I do online individual programming. So there's some clients who want to have, like they have a specific goal and whether that's to make you know a SWAT team or a fire team, or they want to make a certain sports team. People who have a very specific performance goal, um, whether that's even just getting stronger or getting fitter, uh, I do offer one-on-one coaching online. So that looks like it's quite a few touch points. Like you, you come on, we kind of do a bit of assessment and then, so I can see how you move and then any imbalances, what your experience is. And then I write a program. And then for that month, we have touch points weekly where you answer questions. I watch your videos of your technique. So I have been doing that online. Um, that's mm. great, but it's not necessarily scalable. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, hey, how can I reach more people? Because some people don't want to have one, pay that price point, And then two, they don't want to have as many touch points. They just kind of want to do it themselves. Right. So that's kind of where the membership came in of like, how can I help more people and accommodate to people who just want to do it themselves and have those progressions there for them and know if they can move on to the next thing or, you know, make sure all the elements of like mobility, strength training, recovery are all in there. And they can trust that it's a well-rounded program as they're going through it. Not just like, here's one thing you need to do. And then, you know, risk getting injured or yeah, I don't know. So the membership came so I could I could scale and essentially help more people. Right. Was that something that people were asking about, or just something you kind of felt you had to do? Um, a bit of both. A bit of both, and I think not that it would come down to price, but hiring someone, even if you think about going in person with a a trainer or a therapist, like doing that even three times a week adds up to mm. a few grand oh, yeah. a month in totally. Canada, right? So. Yeah, some people have different price points, but yeah, so that can be an issue, sticky point for people. And then online, it's it's less, but it's still more than my membership, which is I think twenty four bucks a month. Um, so part of it was price point. Part of it was the fact that some people don't need that that amount of touch points, and they just want to be like told what to do or or have the tools to be able to figure it out themselves and go out at their own pace. Mm. Um, and then also like taking tribe and seeing his amp- impact and being able to help more people and seeing other people in all these different niches be able to do it. So I'm like, okay, I could do this. Like mm-hmm. I'd want to really help more people. So how do I do that? Membership in my mind was the way to go. So I'm going yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah. Well, membership is very scalable. I mean, yeah, 
you can have thousands of members and basically you don't have to do any more than you had to do with one, basically. Yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. So how did you go about start thinking about this membership? How did you plan it out? Did you do anything before you started launching this thing? I did, Ken. I wasted a whole year <laughs> learning <laughs> learning and it. doing and being so... like Sitting there behind your computer and just... Yes. Oh my okay, gosh. Like, I'm going to do this. And I, I honestly did. I spent a year really taking the courses and doing the webinars and learning about online. Like, what's a website? How do you do a membership? Like, all these things. Like, landing mm. pages, email. I spent a ton of time doing stuff. And then I spent yeah. even more time learning how to film professionally flowing white videos. And then I filmed 500 of those. And I'm like, okay, this is stupid. I'm doing all this work and nothing's actually like, I'm not helping anyone. Yeah. So then I kind of um, just thought of like, how could I create an easy system? Not even a system because yes, it's a program, but it's also a choose your own adventure in there. So trying to help accommodate for everyone's learning styles of like, what are the things I need people to know? And for me, it breaks down to there's um, a key concepts bundle. And then you go through and you essentially learn something. You can see if you can do that drill or that test, in air quotes. Um, and then if you can, great, you just keep moving on. So with the gaps, I noticed a lot of people, whether you have pain or not, there was things that a lot of... Or just commonalities where people didn't even learn how to brace or engage their core properly or breathe. So then I'm like, okay, how can I create almost program-like structures where you come in and if you know a lot, you can just, you can go through this really quickly and move on. Mm-hmm. Or if you don't know a lot, it's not intimidating. You're like, what the heck's that? What, what is this? Like, what is this muscle? It's not like overwhelming and nerdy and like, it's something that's... That could be a huge problem, you know, getting into this and knowing just nothing. everything there. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. So this is created in a way where it's bite-sized pieces and you learn something, you see if you can do it. And if you can't, there's then workouts provided for you to help learn how to implement and do those things in different movement patterns in different ways. So like lying down or sitting or standing. And then once you feel confident moving that you've got that concept and you can engage the right areas, you just move on to the next module. So it's the first two are like programs, guided programs. Um, And if you have lots of knowledge and body awareness, you'll get through those faster. If you have no idea and you're someone new and just wants to get moving, then you just take your time going through those. So the first two are there to be easy guidelines. Um, and then it also makes sure from my standpoint, like whether you're an Olympic athlete or a firefighter or a mom who's just trying to get back into moving but has old injuries from soccer, it's going to be there to help support everyone. And the reason being is like everyone has a body and yeah. we, all, <laughs> we all need to learn <laughs> how to do certain things and move well. And so whether you're coming at it from an athlete standpoint where you're just trying to increase your performance and gain that like extra 1% of how can I get better, things you learn in here are going to help that. And whether you're just new to movement and like terrified of stepping into a gym, this is going to be a really easy way to introduce you and you just progress at your own pace. So right. yeah, it's, it's, and it's super helpful with Stu McLaren with helping us build out that success path of like, yeah. where do we actually start? So you go through and you answer questions and it's like, if you know these things, cool. You just you skip that whole section. If you don't, then pause, learn those things, and then move on. Um, uh, now, just thinking, uh, you know, how do you adapt all this success path to so many different individuals? I mean, you're talking about moms on one side, and then your firefighters and athletes. I mean, it has, that's kind of broad. Super broad, yep. So the success path, you just come in, and it's very simple. You answer a few questions. So, like for example, the first that question will is put you into the yeah like, module. Puts you into that stage exactly. Yeah. So. The first one is like, I move my body consistently twice a week. Okay, well, if you're an athlete, 
that's a no-brainer. You do, right? And if you're a mom who's not done anything, then no, then you start at stage one. Cool. Then the next question might be, I understand the key concepts. And the key concepts we go over are breathing, bracing, glute activation, and pelvic neutral. So some mm. people might be like, what the heck is pelvic, huh? <laughs> and then some people who might have had coaching or previous working with other trainers, like, yep, I understand those concepts. They're just going to go in and do the quick drill. And if they can do them well... Mm then they can test it in a workout that I've created. And if you can do that workout well, you just move on to the next thing. So it's great because it doesn't waste people's times. Like if you know a lot, then you just keep progressing through. But the funny thing is though, even for me, like going in there, like I'm constantly trying to learn from other therapists and trainers and people cue things differently and people set up things differently. And so even if you are a personal trainer and you come in, I guarantee you're going to learn something because I'm going to teach it in a different way or I'm going to cue it in a different way. That's only going to help you, one, gain body awareness for yourself, but also pass it on to your clients. So people who come in, like we want to have a nice open mindset, growth mindset, and not like you know everything because mm-hmm. you don't know everything or you just maybe forgot about it. So it's a success path where you come in and you can really find out where you're starting from to find your next right step, but also maybe learn a little bit along the way too. Um, so yeah, it's Stu's success path has helped immensely with that. Yeah. But the beta members going through are really helping me. Like, does this even make sense? Like, are these the right questions you want me to ask you? And is this, in my mind, this works well. But for someone who might not know anything about the body, is this overwhelming or is it going well? So I eventually took a year of learning and wasting so much time <laughs> doing work, but not being productive. I'm like, I, I can't answer these questions. I need people to go through and give feedback and then we tweak it and make it better as, and better as it just keeps going forward. So that's the whole point of the beta. I was like... In my mind, this makes sense. Does this make sense to and or is this frustrating for an athlete or is this too overwhelming for a mom? Like at the end of the day, we all have a body. We all want it to feel strong and move well and be able to do things we want to do. So in my mind, this is what the pieces we need to at least know and master before we move on to just loading the body. And does that work? Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're gonna find out. <laughs> <laughs> but do you feel like you wasted a year because of you know no. working? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. No, I know. I love it. I know. Because I... No, sorry. But you you could have started that beta like a year ago and basically just figuring out the same way you're doing now. You could have. Yeah. And I think James with his BBD and his mindset stuff, like I was waiting for things were perfect. Yeah. And I was like, like people don't need to have Apple like commercials, like me floating (laughs) in white space. And they don't need that. Like they just need it to be clear and there's no distractions. But I was like, I'm going to make it the best. And this is how I'm going to stand out. And so I don't regret what I've done, but I definitely feel like, you know, whether Stuart James says this action creates clarity. Mm -hmm. And so I was trying to make things perfect in my mind, but really like I'm not the person going through this. Someone else would be. And I need people to actually go through and test it to see like, yes, this makes sense or no, it doesn't. and eventually, yeah, I just got so sick and tired of like learning and doing, but not mm-hmm. actually being productive that I'm like, okay, I just need to do this beta. Let's see if anything happens from it and then go from there. So I learned a lot in that last year. Yeah. And I think more of it was like growing as a person inside of being comfortable with who I am and, you know, even learning this online space and stepping into this scary online space where no one really knows you. Like in the sport world, yeah, you know people and it's like, oh yeah, you see them at conferences and when you travel around the different meets and stuff, but like online space, you're just like, who the heck's Daniel? I don't know. So <laughs> it was getting over a lot of like inside personal stuff to just like stop playing small and yeah. get stuff out there. Do you feel like DVD helps you in that kind of way? Yeah, yeah, totally. Even just like listening to James's podcast, like I resonate with a lot of stuff he says about like asking questions and reflecting on your beliefs and where those beliefs come from and 
yeah, it's been it's been a year of growing and that it's been cool because like for example, I don't know if you were were you at Tribe Live this year? No, I would be there. at BBD Live though, but Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I got on the wait list, but I didn't get in. <laughs> I gotta go the next time. Yeah. Um so for example, like I did a ton of growth work where, you know, I was asking questions and I was putting myself out there and I asked Stu if I could be on stage and, you know, go through Oh, you asked people. Stu. He didn't ask I you. I did. Oh, cool. You know, I reached out to him. I was like, hey, Stu, like, I love your Tribe Live event, but sitting for that long, like, really bugs my body. And it's like, it helps people stay more engaged if we just get up and do some quick movement breaks. And so, uh, yeah, I reached out to Stu and it was like, the process of actually getting that done was... There were so many chances where I could have just said, no, okay, I'm done. And that, like every time I got offered up to you, I'm like, in my mind, I was like, no, no, I don't want to do this. Like I'm terrified. I've never stood in front of a thousand people and like done this with a microphone and on a stage. But I just kept saying yes, yes, yes. And like pushing myself outside this comfort zone. And it was the best thing ever. And same thing with this beta. I'm like, I'm so tired of hiding. Like I just need to put it out there and, and see what happens and pivot. And if it doesn't go well, then you learn and move on and try something else. So I don't think I would have got to that point though had I not done the inner work of a lot of stuff that James talks about. But yeah, so it wasn't a year of wasted necessarily. It was just a year of growing for me inside of stepping into this entrepreneur, like instead of just being this high performance mm. strength coach, which is amazing. I'm changing completely as a person of now being an entrepreneur. And I'm like, what the heck even is this? I don't know. But I love it. And it's been going well so far, but just a ton of growing to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy just going from, you know, having a steady paycheck and yep. going into trying to make it on your own. Yeah, you know, yes. It's, it's a big risk. Yeah. But then James always says like, or Stu, I don't know how he said that. Uh, <laughs> you can always go get a job. Like I can always yeah. work in a clinic. I can always, there's always something I can fall back on. So why not take the risk now and try? Because mm -hmm. you have this like voice or burning desire inside of you saying like, hey, you want to help more people and make a bigger impact on the world. This is how you're going to do it. Not just doing one-on-one -on -one sessions with people. So absolutely. Just trying. Just yeah. going with it. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So did you prepare anything prior to the beta launch in terms of, you know, content for any members that would, you know, come in? Yeah. So part of the year of doing was like creating something that I thought was like, oh, this is so cool. Everyone's going to love doing it. But realizing like it it was too overwhelming or daunting for people to do like a full self-assessment on their body. And some people just wanted to be told what to do or just be guided a bit better and like just take bite-sized pieces. So I had created what in my mind was like the self-assessment and then the modules broken down. But that's not until someone get reaches like stage three or like further along in the membership. So honestly, I had videos, but I hadn't actually pieced it all together mm. how I wanted it to with like the key concepts and foundations of those first couple modules. Um, so in terms of preparing, I had all of the ingredients, but I hadn't actually made the meal yet. It was just the year of me like filming videos and like coming up with ideas of what I think would work. But when I launched it, I announced it on a Saturday and I didn't actually open doors a week later until a Monday. So that would l allow me to buy some time to actually create the modules and member press and right. start with even the first one. So that when people came in, they could at least start there. And then um, I had filmed previous routines too that you offer as like freebies or opt-ins or you might pay for like $30 for this, whatever yep. routine. So I put some of those things in there. So there's bits and pieces, but no, I've honestly just been staying ahead of the group and building out the modules. The programming's there, the pieces are there, but how you actually format that on member press in the back end, I'm still doing that as, as we're going through it. So as long as I'm ahead of them, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's kind of been just messy. Like I threw it out there, I had an idea and I'm just building it. 
And then also adjusting it with how people get feedback. Like if it's confusing or they're not sure, then I'll put in a quick video to help, you know, explain something or rearrange it. So it makes more sense to them. So there's already been that happening. It's been great. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the launch itself. Yeah. Well, you started as Naples. So did you have an audience? Did you have time to build an audience? I mean, did you start from scratch? Not really. So I kind of just was doing what I was like, what people said to do, like post online every day. So I've, I've been posting consistently, like how to videos of like how to do a stretch or how to mm-hmm. do a strength drill, uh, but never like really had a sign up page for anything. So that was a bit of a, wah, wah. <laughs> like I should have had a waitlist page, but no. So I grew like an Instagram. I had 1800 followers and that okay. was like just steady growth over posting daily. And then my Facebook group, I think, I had 62 followers in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not very active though. People just join and like, again, you just post some content in there. And then I think I had 295 on my Facebook page. And then I had 90 people on my email list. So at that point, people had joined my email list from like getting a free opt-in of like, here's some neck relief or here's a sit routine you can do. Um, but I didn't actually structure it in a way where it's like, here's a wait list for the membership opening app. It was just kind of, Again, I heard you should be posting every day and I heard you should, you know, have an opt-in. So I did these things, but there was no rhyme or reason to them, which is what I think could have helped if I actually created a waitlist page and was like leading into this membership. But no, there wasn't any formal structure. It was just, I showed up daily. I posted content, whether it was a photo or a video. Mm. And then during the whole launch process, I just showed up live daily. So I would answer questions. Um, I made the announcement on a Saturday with James's shot across the bow thing where it's like, I'm thinking of doing this and Mm -hmm. this is what it's going to look like. This is who it's going to serve. And then just for a week and a half, I went live every day. And then in the last couple of days, I went live with, which was so much fun. I'd never done it before, but um, live with Lisa on her Instagram page. So she invited me onto her page and shared me with her community. And that was the first time doing that. And then Vicky, we went live on my Facebook page. And it's kind of this interview style where we're talking about four common mistakes people make when it comes to taking care of their body or getting out of pain. So no, it was not planned. I just knew I was going to show up live every day. And then during the last couple of days, I'd show up live even more and then try some things like lives with people and interviews with people to just reach more different audiences too. So it was messy again. (laughs) It was messy. Did you talk about the waitlist or well, no, you didn't have a waitlist, but did you talk about the membership beforehand at all in these videos that you posted or when you were showing up? Or is that just that happened when you first decided? Yeah, no, I think so. I would post because I knew in my mind I wanted to go towards membership. I just didn't really know what it looked like at that point. So I think on the bottom of some of my Instagram posts, I'd be like, I'd mention like, if you want to be a part of the membership or something, mm. uh, send me a DM. Right. But I didn't actually really, I wasn't like, Hey, we're opening doors on this date. And I didn't announce and promote it like Studas. Like he's already talking about, <laughs> what is it? April, April 23rd. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I could have done a better job knowing that I was going to go down the membership group. I could have done a better job of like, Hey, we're actually opening doors in a couple of weeks. But mm. I just got to a point where I was so sick and tired of waiting and I just wanted to do the damn thing. And so like, I woke up and I just put the video on there. So I didn't expect really to get anyone, if I'm honest. Like I didn't know if people would even see the videos or... Yeah. Yeah. So what happened when you finally just decided, I'm going to do this? Because you had this idea and you were thinking, okay, we're going to launch it down the line. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, screw it. I'm just going <laughs> to... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> well, what um, was going was through cool. your mind? Well, I was terrified, which is funny because part of it is like... 
again, you're putting something out there and you're just like, oh, this is terrifying. But really it's not. Like at the end of the day, you create all the stress inside and the story inside of like, none yeah. of it actually ever happens. Like people don't care as much as we think. Yeah. Totally. So that's also learning experience. And then it was cool though. Like people who I hadn't engaged with or there weren't friends asking questions. There were actually random people who I'd never met before uh, asking questions. And and then I the cool thing was to actually is having people who I hadn't met before, but were a part of Tribe or BBD mm-hmm. helping out and being like, Hey, have you tried this? Or, you know, don't be so shy when you're doing this. Like I had one girl, I forget her name. She totally called me out and she was like, <laughs> she said she was interested in the, the video. So I private messaged her and I was like, Hey, just so you know. And I like was really step toeing, like tiptoeing around it. I'm yeah. like, you know, if you maybe want to, if you're interested, here's another video that explains what's inside. And she's like, like totally was like, excuse me. Like I said, I was interested. You saw this thing with confidence. Like it was just funny to have people <laughs> who I didn't know step in and like rally behind me and then yeah. be like, no, you need to. That's the great part about the community, both in tribe and BBD. I mean, yeah, it's amazing all the support you get from all those people. And people who genuinely want to see you do well and genuinely yeah. want, like they're not there to compete with you, even if they're in the exact same niche or like health or whatever it is, mm-hmm. they're there to be like, Hey, I've tried this challenge or did you, you know, did you send this email this time? And people who really rallied behind you and, and also like called you out when you're playing small and like yeah. being that tiptoeing shy. Per- it's like, what? You just stood on a stage. How are you now being this shy? Per- like step into this thing. I'm like, okay. So Sorry. It, was, it was, yeah, right. <laughs> the Canadian thing to do. Sorry. Um, it was cool to just one, see people I hadn't known engage with content to having people who I hadn't met in person, like rally behind me and like help me like push through this thing. And then, and then three at the end of it, we had a total of 12 people in the membership. So the cool thing is I know a few of them and then there's other people I have no idea who they are. So I'm like, yeah. so I don't know if they've been following my page or Instagram for a while, or they just kind of stumbled upon it during the week. Well, that's the part. thing though. You don't know who's watching. People might be just sitting there watching and consuming and suddenly you put it out there and they're like, yeah, I want to. Yeah, totally. And I think honestly, where you just said with that, like there's some people who, I don't know, you post daily and sometimes it can get deflating because you don't have people engage or, and then months later, you're like, you have someone reach out to you in a DM and be like, just so you know, like, I thank you so much for your videos. I've like, they've helped me so much. I used to be this now this. And I'm like, Oh, so yeah, you're right. You know, you never know who's watching or consuming your content. Uh, as long as you just show up, you're trying to help and serve people eventually like you, you do like it doesn't, and people don't care if you're mess up or goofy or like, I don't know, all the things you tell yourself in your own head, like don't actually happen. <laughs> they <laughs> don't. It's, it's just so funny. The stress you create, it's like, it was so unnecessary. So yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. That's a big thing. I wanted it to feel light and fun mm. and not just be this crazy stressed out thing of like, you know, really relying on the outcome to be anything. I was like, if people sign up, amazing. If not, I'm just going to learn, pivot, and then do a proper lunch like in a month's time and go from there. So I think having that like carefree Let's just show up and try and serve people and answer people's questions. Uh, and if people sign up, great. If not, I'll pivot. But that's great that you have that mindset already. I mean, that's going to help you a lot going forward. Yeah. I, I took mean, a year, Ken. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> like, it took a year to get there. Like, I'm like, there's it a lot of people speaking my... Yeah, but the cool thing is like it does happen. And when you, I think, step into that of one, being okay with who you are. So watching other people be there genuine, goofy, authentic self. I'm like, okay, I can do that too. Cause I am, I'm super sassy and goofy. I look like I'm 12, but I'm like, no, I'm, what's that called? That Dunning Kruger's effect. Oh uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I've heard it's about like it. the more, you know, like the more you doubt yourself or something where 
it's like the most qualified people doubt themselves the most. Whereas the people who aren't qualified just like don't even care mm-hmm. about stuff out there. I don't know. So yeah, something like that. Some, I don't know. I should look it up, but <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It was super fun. And it's so cool to have members go through stuff and get feedback and just can't wait to see it keep yeah. growing. How did it, the launch itself, you know, how did it progress? I mean, you opened the cart and mm-hmm. how long did you have the cart open? I had it open from a Monday to a Friday. Okay. So, so I had two, I wrote these down. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you wanted this, but I had two sales on the Monday, which is cool because okay. I didn't know who they were. Oh, and awesome. then that makes I you feel have, good though. It was, it was so cool. Like I honestly, it was like welling up with tears in my eyes. And I called like, you know, some people who I had talked to in travel. I'm like, Oh my God, like people are signing up. This is cool. Cause one that kind of validates you, what you're putting out there, like people need and want this. And yeah, it's one thing if somebody, you know, signs up, you know, okay, they did it out of pity, <laughs> but, uh, not necessarily, but yeah. But once you get people that you don't know, that's like, in the door. Yeah. You get that validated idea. Yeah. Totally. yeah Cause you're, you know, not that you expect your friends or family to support you, but Sometimes no. they do because they're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, like this is your cute little business adventure. <laughs> like, you wait, this is going to be big. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then I didn't have any sales on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I had one sale on Thursday, and then the rest were on Friday, the last day. Yeah. So it's kind of the typical launch that, you know, you get a couple on the first day and then nothing in a couple of days, and then it's just a normal launch, basically. Yeah. Which again, um, so Laura Phillips, she does this launch and thrive thing. Yeah. She would do a few live videos of like, um, I remember she posted one about that, those middle days of like not having any sales. Cause mm-hmm. what do you think about in your head? You're like, Oh my God, this yeah. isn't working. Like you start freaking out and you're like, no, 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 this is actually a really normal. Was it like a hockey stick? Yeah. Like the Nike swoosh sign where it's like you get a few and then maybe nothing. And then a lot near the end. So having also that awareness too helps kind of just keep you calm and having fun in those middle days of like still showing up and trying to be energetic and serve people. And you're like not getting in your head about no one signing up or, you know, so. <laughs> but I have talked to people that, you know, haven't gotten those last sales as well. So you can't really prepare for that either because that's a blow to the face. Totally. That's totally true. And I think how I would used to think of stuff is to just be like a failure. And now I'm like, no, it's just, it's learning. So it's either my messaging or, cause you know, like what you do, what it doesn't matter what niche it is. Like you can help people, right? you probably help people in person or you've helped people, people ask you questions and you answer those questions. So it's, it's like, you know, you can help someone. It's just a matter of like, did you convey the value or the messaging to actually resonate with someone? And that's a lot of what I've learned with James too. Like my messaging still is awful. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you probably saw the thing I sent you and I was like, who is this for? And it's like <laughs> all these different people. But um, it's just, it's usually a learning moment. So instead of it being a yeah. failure, it's like, okay, how can I message this better? And not to be sleazy to try and get people. And it's like, no, you generally know you can help someone. Yeah. They just didn't understand what you even did. So like, how exactly. can you message me better? Or, and then just try again. Like, that's a cool thing. It's not like... Messaging is hard though. Ugh, it's uh, not my forte. such a work in progress constantly. And It is. That's why, um, man, especially too, English was like the worst subject for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was really good in math and science and like, you know, those things. But coming, writing really well and eloquently and clever and writing stories. I'm like, I can't do that. I need someone else right. to do that for me. And then I'll just focus on the coaching and the body and like that stuff. So it's also a matter of trying to find mm. if you can collaborate with people and see like, okay, maybe you can help me with my copy and yeah. I'll help you train or with your body or whatever it is. Like, yeah, it's true though. You're always learning, always pivoting and just keep trying. Yeah. Things change constantly. So what you have right now, that's, that's fine for now. And you know, in a couple of months, things might change a little bit and yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah, it's been fun. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. That's good. That's good. That's the most important thing. Totally. 
Yeah. So the launch is done. Yeah. Now what happens? Do you go straight into the membership or? Yeah, I freak out. (laughs) (laughs) I do. So it's funny. You go through this like build up of anticipation of launching, right? And then you launch and you, you do that scary first step of putting it out there and showing up and doing the launch. And then you close cart and you're like, okay, cool. I can breathe for a day. And you're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like, I've got people in there who are going through the content now. Yeah. And we, so I closed on Friday and then I said, we we're going to have an official kickoff welcome party on the Monday. Right. Uh, and it's so funny though. Cause like, again, I don't know where the nerves, I think the nerves come because you care so much and you want people to, you know, mm-hmm. get progress and help get like help them throughout their journey. But I got so nervous. I actually ended up calling my friend, Lindsay. I'm like, Lindsay, I'm actually freaking out right now. Like I'm about to do a welcome call with my members. I don't know half of them. And she's just like, Dania, are you like, you've done like this, 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 and this. And like, you're right. It's funny because you you just get in your head about little things that don't really matter. And then also you compare it to things you've done in the past. You're like, okay, if I can do that, like why am I so nervous for this welcome call? I was though, but then it went well. Like we just got on and I welcomed people in. I said, this, I explained a bit of the, about the membership and the philosophy of like what's in here, how you can expect to progress. And, and then, yeah, people have just been going through. I created a the last minute because I thought this should be good. Again, like I'm learning as I go through this, <laughs> but like a 30 day challenge of like just 30 days, print off a calendar that we have in there or post in the group, just do one thing a day just to try and create that habit. So now again, if you're like an elite athlete, that's going to be easy for you. You're just going to be going through the workouts, no problem. For someone who's new, you might just be learning one drill and practicing that one drill daily until you feel like you've mastered it. So I did the welcome call. We created this 30-day challenge, which we're currently doing. Just try and get people starting to take action. Like you know this too, right? People sign up for stuff and then don't do anything with it. I don't want that. I want people to actually like, okay, you want to change your body. You want to get stronger. You want to decrease pain or aches. And this is like, we got to do stuff. So it was just trying to create a little bit of incentive to get people going through the content, having a bit of accountability by posting it in the group or writing on your calendar and then just doing something daily. Nothing crazy, just something. So that's where we're at right now. It's been a week. A week. We opened last Monday or last Monday is when it started. So now it's a week and a day. Yeah. So... So this is fresh. Oh, yeah, man. Off. And then I'm still learning. Like, <laughs> I, this, the hard part is too, like, I am super passionate about helping people, but then I also don't want to overwhelm them. So, like, I want to jump in there and go live every day and, like, rah, rah, you know. But at the same time, like, people have kids, they have lives, they have other things, they're running a yeah. business. Like, they do not want to be bombarded with this. So, what I think has worked out well is we do two live calls a week in there for now. Okay. Just well, to give yeah. like, especially because we have some people like there's one person in New Zealand and then one person in the UK and then mm. the states of the different time zones. So I try and do, we're still trying to figure out a good time, but one of them earlier, one of them later to accommodate and then just jump on and either it's reminders or it's answering questions people go through or it's explaining a concept or something further that people have like been a bit fuzzy on. So Moving forward, though, it, I won't be twice a week all the time. Um, but for the beta members, like I want to try and really give them support going through stuff. And yeah, besides, there's a recording probably available too. So yeah, totally. Yeah, and then, and so then there's also some people who don't have Facebook. So then we take down the recording. Right. I put it on YouTube, and then I just embed it on the website, so that way they can still be a part of it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm learning, man. Like. Um, I don't know, Facebook, what do it's I do? It's like you're doing a lot though. <laughs> yeah, but the cool thing is too, like you're part of communities like Tribe and BBD and you just ask questions like, um, people don't have Facebook, what do I do? Because that's where the, the group is, right? The community is. But then you're like, someone's yeah. like, oh, just download it, put it on YouTube and then put it on your membership group. Cool, done. 
So yeah, it is a lot of learning on the fly, making adjustments, but I freaking love it. Like it's so much fun. So it's good. It's like, but it's messy, but it's like people, I don't think they feel it's messy for me. I'm just like someone posts something. I'm like, okay, I got to figure this out. Yeah. And you figure it out and then just move on to the next thing. <laughs> they don't know what's going on. No. In their front, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but have you reached the point where you kind of want to think about start outsourcing stuff now that you kind of got the membership going? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, I, it's cool because I'm already thinking about how we can do a proper launch, so like a challenge style launch, launch, and then get a waitlist page. So that's on my mind as I'm still kind of putting the ingredients of the programs in the membership. Um, so depending on what hat I'm wearing, like one of them's like game okay, work on the membership building out those programs and helping support those guys. The next one's like, Hey, how do I do this launch and make it make sense for other people and do like a challenge style launch. And then how do I, the next thing I really want to do is hire a VA and someone to help me with my copy. Cause mm. again, like I'm a little bit of a meathead that way where I'm like, yeah. I can coach you and I know the body, but like when it comes to writing nice things and not my thing. So <laughs> I, yeah, outsourcing is like, I can't wait. It's highly recommended to get somebody to help yeah. you with that. Yeah, like, yeah, I, mean, I don't regret that at all. Oh, you got someone. Who do you work with? Yeah. Uh, Melinda Martin. Oh yeah. She's in Tribe. Right? In the BBD group. Oh, she's in BBD. Yeah. No, oh, booth. She's in BBD. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So that definitely helped me because then she kind of just had those questionnaires and yeah. I just answered them and she kind of pulls it all together and she makes it all beautiful. Yeah. And then I can just use those snippets from, you know, yeah. however I want to. Perfect. Totally. And like, honestly, the thing is, I think when you do become an entrepreneur, like in the beginning, you have to wear all the hats and do everything. But then when you realize, like James talked about this too, like time is valuable. So are you still doing these $10 an hour tasks? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of those. So how can I outsource them to help give someone who that is their zone of genius and they can do it way better than me, way quicker than me. Like that's what I'm trying to look to do now. It's just a matter of finding those people. Yeah. Do you have a VA? Uh, no, not yet. For now, I just kind of outsource pretty much a lot of things for the podcast. So I can just record them, cool. ship it off and get them edited back and have some people write the show notes for me and do the graphics. So yeah. So oh, that's good. You got a lot of outsourcing, which is awesome. Yeah. Smart. But, uh, you know, got to try to make it cheap. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> not too expensive yet because... Yeah. But um, did you do any debrief with the launch? I tried. I tr oh, tried. Well, te technically, I know you did, but... Um, yeah, no, it was good. Let's say it. So yeah, in BBD, there is a whole launch debrief, but because I didn't really have people register for anything or like sign up for something, I couldn't really I calculate necessarily like the EPL earnings per lead or like yeah, the performance metrics. Lead, yeah. yeah. So it's good to understand like what to look for moving forward of like, okay, now I want to actually have people register for a waitlist page or sign up in mm -hmm. some capacity, like join the free group. And then I can learn what to calculate from there. So yeah, it was good to understand kind of where I think understanding like my audience size in terms of like Instagram, Facebook, my email list, having those numbers, which I can't wait to look back on and be like, Oh, do you remember when I only had this many people? <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> but I'll be able to look back. But um, yeah, yeah. I couldn't really go through and do like a proper debrief just because I didn't have like the actual signups to be like, okay, I had so and so many people mm. and then this is the price. And, but it was good to know like what to think of moving forward of like how, what things I should go through. And then you do, you go over things like what went well, what didn't go well, what would you add? And I'm already like my mind thinking about like, cool. Yeah. It's not just about numbers. It's totally you know, more than that. Well, and like what I wish, some things I wish I'd done was, but I think I, because I just, it was messy and I had so many things going on like having a fast action bonus or a last sign up bonus or uh, doing those kind of things to 
incentivize people to actually take action and sign up now. Those are already in my head too. It's just a matter of like, okay, what does it actually look like and what can I create? But during my beta, because I was creating the membership and launching, I like, mm-hmm. I, was like I don't even know what I can do for a bonus right now because I don't have time to create it for doing that. And I know people do, so I'm not trying to make an excuse. But for me, I was like, let's just try and do a beta launch, get that off the ground. And then next time I can add in a piece of like, okay, maybe let's try a bonus this time or running Facebook ads or something. So it's cool to get the like thinking going with it. But yeah, that was my, I guess, the biggest takeaways of the debrief of like, what's next and how can I improve this? And how can I get those metrics to actually start measuring stuff? So yeah. So when is your next launch? I don't have an official date, but Ugh. I want to Come on. do a... Well, you know what? Announce it. Announce it. <laughs> you know what I said? It's going to be soon, Ken, honestly. I want to do a challenge yep. style launch. Are we talking about 2019 or 2020? Oh, yeah. 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 I want to do another challenge. I want to do a challenge style launch in about a month. So I would say okay. it's mid mid November. Mid November. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do like a five day challenge where it's a little bit of a you teach something, you learn a concept, and then you can practice and implement it um, for five days. I don't know. But in about a month, I'm going to do another. So I would say, yeah, mid November, look for a challenge style launch. And then I'll try and get some different, more people in. Yeah. And then launch again in January, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I'd like to, I'd like to actually like do a proper, proper challenge style launch yeah. in the middle of November. Are you doing anything to build, continue building that uh, audience up until that point? <sighs> I should. <laughs> you I should. should. So basically, no. <laughs> so, the waitlist page I need to get down. And then um, I'm just showing up live a few times a week and then I'm just still posting daily on the accounts. But mm-hmm. I need to pick a date and actually like say, hey, like we're going to open doors again in about a month and then get on the waitlist page. So yeah. there's a few things I want to get together, like the waitlist page people can sign up for. And then um, obviously pick a date would be helpful. Mm-hmm. So then every time I post on the Instagram or Facebook, then you have like, okay, doors are opening in like 20 days and you can kind of yep. I don't know, anticipate that open cart and not just be like, here, I'm open. See ya. <laughs> like, <laughs> And yeah, there's a few things that need to get in place. But mid-November, I'd love to do a try a challenge style launch. Two things that you can do right now is create that wait list mm-hmm. page. That's easy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It doesn't require a lot of work. And then just kind of getting people to sign up for that. Yeah. You know, just continue showing up yeah. on Instagram, Facebook, doing all that stuff for you, but just kind of point them towards that wait list. And then you're... That's it. Yeah. That's all they have to do. And I think like, no, more, no more excuses. No more excuses. I'll get that. I'll get it done today. That's almost it's twelve uh, p.m. So I'll get that done today. I will. Wait, this page. It's funny though, Ken. It takes me forever to do something like that. But you know, I just do something simple, like a picture, challenge. Yeah. Day open up here. It doesn't have to be fancy. You know, the big hula. No, that's thing. the perfect no. brain comes in though, right? Like I'm still yeah. following that. I'm like, just put it out there. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, which I'm getting. Better, and also, uh, you're also finding that date, launch date. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely need to do that. Mid-November. Let's, I'll figure that out. So that's your things to do today. <laughs> things to do today. Yep. I love it. Launch date. And then do you think um, a month, is that enough time to like, do you ever run Facebook ads to your staff or like, what do you find? Um, I've tried it. Yeah. Um, and you know, yeah, it works, but, uh, it can take some time to kind of get them going, figure out the right audience. Right. And making sure that you're getting mm-hmm. what you're paying for. So that leads doesn't get too expensive. Right. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'd like to dabble on that. It's, it's worth getting started with it just to kind of testing it. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I think that would be a good idea too. I think, I don't know, Facebook ads would probably start a few weeks before, or I don't know if starting them now would be too early month out i don't no. know 
It's never too early. Never too early. Okay, I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. Mid-November, yeah. waitlist page, challenge-style launch. It's happening. I'm excited. Yeah. Everybody heard it here on the podcast. <gasps> yeah, you did. And I'm holding, and I'm accountable. I got to. Yeah. So <laughs> do you have any last tips for anybody who's thinking about launching? Oh, just do it. Yeah. The, oh, and I wish, like, I heard people say this too, but honestly, like, taking action really creates that clarity. And if you're in your head right now and you're trying to make things perfect, like people don't really care about that. If you know you can help people and serve people and you are open about like, it's going to be a pilot or beta launch. Um, and you're just, they're going to be there to serve your people. They're going to understand it's going to be a bit messy and there's going to be bugs up front. So like, just get mm-hmm. it out there. Cause the, the sooner you can get people going through whatever it is, like your course or your membership, the sooner you can make feedback tweaks. And there's some things you might not even realize that people don't need and you're wasting so much time creating content on that they're like, I don't actually need you to create that funnel or whatever it might be. Um, so until you actually get people through your beta of your course or your membership, you might just be making up stuff in your head that you are wasting time when you don't need to do. So do it. Do a beta. Don't waste a year like I did. Uh, get people through it to give you feedback and then just update what did James say? James says this too on the phone. You know how they give you an, an iPhone, but then every couple of months there's updates, right? Like they sell you an iPhone where it's not perfectly all working together. Yeah. It's 70% there. It's good, but they're always updating it. Yeah. Same thing mm-hmm. as that. Just get it out there. Get people through it. They'll give you feedback. And you just can make it better and better instead of trying to imagine what people might need or want in your head. It never works. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> That's perfect. So how can people reach out to you, learn more about you. Yeah. Connect with you. Um, so my company is called TheraFit Fusion. It's therapy and fitness combined. Um, so on Instagram, it's therafit.fusion and therafit is spelled T-H-E-R-A-F-I-T. Uh, the website is therafitfusion.com and then the Facebook page is therafitfusion dash dash strong and capable. So if you want to see any videos or if you are asking questions, you might be dealing with aches and pains or restrictions, or you want to get strong. uh, Those are some places you can check out some videos we've posted and just learn a bit more. And also when I go live, you can ask answer questions. So yeah, there's it fusion. That's where all my things are at. Awesome. Well, I'll put that in the show notes so people can make sure they find you. So but I want to say thank you for joining the show and just kind of sharing that bit crazy, messy beta <laughs> launch with us. That was awesome. Love yeah. it. It was good. Oh, thanks for you know hosting this kind of thing. What you're doing is amazing for people too to really see different perspectives of launches. And some people are going to have way more advanced launches and then messy launches. So there's going to be something for everyone here. So it's really cool that you're shining a light on, hey, there's not one size fits all and there's all these different ways you can do it. Um, yeah. So yeah, thanks for creating this podcast. It's amazing. Thank you so much for listening to the Oh My God, I'm Launching podcast. Now, if you like this episode, I would really appreciate if you left a review over on iTunes. And secondly, head on over to Instagram and connect with me at Ken Westgar. That's K-E-N-W-E-S-T-G-A-A-R-D. And drop me a DM and tell me all about your launch. And I'll catch you in the next episode.